Jen, have you ever walked into a room and knew what was going on before you even talked to anybody? Absolutely. All right, let's talk about it today on the 222 Paranormal Podcast. Oh yeah, welcome to 222 Paranormal Podcast with your host, Jen and Joe. Hello everybody, hello our listeners, missed you, glad to be back. It's been an eventful week, I've spent a lot of time doing stuff for the show and finding out stuff and... Uh, like what? Well, one thing is our topic, you know, I've always been interested in this topic and mm-hmm. I found you know, some info on it. And I'm like, I want to talk about this. It's the hundred monkey effect. And this is so interesting because I feel that this shows that we are all connected. And I don't know. It, it just seems like, well, let me go over it. Okay. In the year 1980, Lyle Watson was the first biologist to propose the theory of the hundredth monkey effect. He mentioned a phenomenon that, the Japanese primatologist discovered while studying the macaque monkey in the wild. The Japanese snow monkey was kept under observation for over 30 years. Okay, so in the year 1952, in the island of Kashima, a group of scientists provided a group of monkeys with sweet potatoes covered in sand. The monkeys liked the taste of the sweet potatoes, but found the dirt was unpleasant obviously an 18 month old female monkey found a solution though she washed the sweet potato in a nearby stream and shared this discovery with her mother she also taught it to other playmates who then showed that to their mothers this critical discovery was eventually being picked up by many other monkeys between 1952 and 1958, almost all the young monkeys had learned to wash the sand off their sweet potatoes. Only the adults who were around their children learned the social experiment improvement. Other adults continued to eat their sweet potatoes with the sand on them. Then a startling phenomenon was observed. In 1958, a certain number of monkeys were washing sweet potatoes. Of course, the exact number is not really known, but they call it the 100th monkey. So the assumption was that at the dawn of a particular day, the 99th monkey knew about washing the sweet potatoes. Then by dusk, the same day, the 100th monkey knew. But by that evening, almost all the monkeys in the tribe were washing their sweet potatoes before eating them. Adding that energy to the 100th monkey somehow created an ideological breakthrough another fact observed by the scientist was the journey of its knowledge overseas colonies of monkeys on other islands and the mainland troop of monkeys began washing their sweet potatoes too so the hypothesis is when a certain critical number achieves awareness this new awareness can be communicated through mental energy 
over to the mainland. So although the exact number you know may vary, the 100th monkey phenomenon implies that when only a limited number of people know of a new way, it remains the conscious property of those people. Even a single addition to a new awareness can significantly strengthen the field of awareness to the extent that it is picked up by almost everyone within a short period. So the monkeys that were on the mainland, were they being given the same, yes. like sweet potatoes for, for the same experiment, right? Yes. But in totally separate areas. So yes. Just, okay. All right. I got you. So what this implies is the monkeys on the island, once the hundredth monkey did that, it almost sent out a unseen message to the monkeys on the mainland to wash off the sweet potatoes. And it, they found that almost all the monkeys did that without seeing the other monkeys wash off their sweet potatoes. Were, were, was it the same type of monkey? Yes. And were they at all related, I guess you would say? That it I was don't the same know. clan or a different clan? Different clans. Okay. All yeah. right. Just trying to paint the picture here. So what this shows is when a certain number achieved awareness, the new awareness can be communicated from mind to mind. Okay. Almost like, okay, so when I was looking at this, I thought about Einstein had a thing called spooky action at a distance. Okay. And what that is, is you can actually take an atom and separate that atom from its other atoms at miles distance or even across the globe and they'll affect one the other atom will be affected also so there there's a thing called spin up and spin down mm -hmm. with atoms and what they did was they took this experiment because you know einstein talked about it he called it spooky action at a distance or quantum entanglement mm -hmm. okay and what that is is they did the experiment where they took the atom and they spun up the atom. The atoms that they were observing all the way across the globe started spinning the opposite way because if you spin one up, the other one should spin down. And that's usually when they're right next to each other. Mm -hmm. But when they separated them and did this experiment, they noticed that the, with the quantum entanglement, it actually affected that other atom miles away, which is impossible. Mm -hmm. but they proved it with this with these experiments and it all goes back to the same thing as the 100th monkey effect to where these monkeys on the mainland never had any ki kind of communication with them obviously mm -hmm. but yet when they did this experiment when that 100th monkey did it it was like he was transmitted mind to mind and the monkeys on the mainland picked it up which makes me think about when we talk about psychics and how psychic ability works. And, you know, with psychic abilities and that, I think that it's something like astral projection because they can project things out and affect someone else by your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And it all really goes back to the same thing as talking about the law of attraction and stuff like that. Whatever you put out into the universe, the universe will send back. Mm -hmm. So when I looked at this 100 monkey experiment and saw that 
they were almost communicating mind to mind without contacting. It's like what I feel psychics can do. Sure. And, you know, it also reminds me of like some of the stories that we heard regarding twins. Yeah. Twins who have been separated and have the same um, mannerisms and, you know, could have been born and raised or, you know, separated and raised in different countries. The case I'm thinking about is that Asian one was raised in America and the other mm-hmm. was raised in, in Korea. But yet they they had similar handwriting. They, you know, totally different cultures, yeah. different races, different languages, but yet did things very sim you know similar Mm -hmm. like you know that bond that brought them together they've been separated but you still have this duality between the two Mm -hmm. reminds me like what you're talking about the atoms although one's spinning one way and one's spinning the other way they're both spinning at the same time and by this experiment they actually change you know they spin up or spin down the atom Mm -hmm. on purpose and it changes the other one so far away well, going back to the monkeys, so I'm wondering, you know, if is this just a progression of the learned behavior of the monkeys in general because they are probably, would you think they're like the, I guess, you know, there's humans mm-hmm. and then there's the apes and then there's monkeys. I mean, they're kind of like the third smartest yeah. <laughs> or most human-like, mm-hmm. like you know, do they have deductive reasoning? Like, okay, if I do this, this is the result. Yeah. Is that just a learned behavior? Or is it, you know, who knows? Like, yeah. is there something on the other side? Is there a spiritual connection to this? Is there telepathy along, among animals? Mm-hmm. Is maybe some, <laughs> is a ghost sh- looking at one and going <laughs> over to the island and sh- Showing the other and they're seeing something we don't see. Yeah. Well, the thing is with this 100th monk, the experiment, too, is it wasn't like. Okay, so the first monkey, the the female that the juvenile mm-hmm. that washed its sweet potato off. Yeah. The ones on the mainland can think that, too. But it was it wasn't like that. It was like the minute that 100th monkey on the island did it. All the other monkeys yeah. on the mainland just okay. automatically started doing it. It's so weird. So I don't understand. Yeah, and <laughs> it's sort of like when you you mentioned ESP sending out those, you know, mm-hmm. those uh vibes or whatever so that you can change somebody. It's the same thing as like um it just popped in my mind, like voodoo dolls. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, you're sure. putting that out and you're sending that into the universe. And that person's being affected by that. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned also about the twins. And you got to remember, too, if one twin gets hurt, the other one feels the pain. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So if one monkey enjoys a clean yam <laughs> versus... Yams. Yams. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that could just be along that same line of mm-hmm. like... Why are we the only beings that can put something positive out there? Are we? I, I mean, clearly not if this is happening mm-hmm. with, with the apes. And it just kind of, I, I don't know if this is related or not, but, you know, almost like, um, you know how like dolphins like send out signals through the water? Yeah. And then, or whales mm-hmm. and other whales or other whatever species it is. 
pick up on that. Yeah. I'm wondering I mean, if something's traveling through time and space. It could be. Or is it through the water? Yeah, I mean, that's that's infrasound. They actually send a sound out. Mm-hmm. But how do we know that the mind can't send out signals like that? And that's how, you know, and I'd love to hear from a psychic what their thoughts are on this are. Because when yeah. I was reading this, that's what I thought about is, is that how psychics work? You know, or astral projection. Is that how that works? It's interesting because you say psychic. There's so many different ways that they pick up on stuff. Yeah. But, you know, some of them hear things. Some of them smell things. Some Mm -hmm. of them just hear it in their mind. Some of them visually see it. But what's the common denominator of all of that? Energy? Yeah. I'm asking a question. I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it would have to be. It'd have to be some kind of... You know, with Einstein's theory and with the the quantum entanglement experiment they did, that they did where they saw atoms, that is energy. Atoms are pure energy. And when you get down to, you know, the levels of atoms and quarks and muons and gluons and all that (laughs) stuff, you're getting down to the quantum theory. And once you get into the quantum level it's completely different than what we think, you know, and we talk about vibrations, you know, raise your vibrations, all that stuff. It's the same thing where if you're raising your vibration, you're changing what your body is producing because the human body, the human bodies actually vibrate at a frequency of three Hertz to 17 Hertz, Mm -hmm. where that's like so small. We'll never, you know, figure that out. Mm -hmm. But I mean, Everything vibrates. Everything vibrates. I mean, the little SD card sitting here on a molecular level is vibrating. And when we talk about mediums and psychics and that, they talk about vibrations and they figure out the mm-hmm. vibrations and, and and even meditation, all that. You're raising your vibrations and stuff. So maybe that's part of it, too, is the vibration of the human energy factor mm-hmm. is going out to another person. Well, talk about this for a minute so we've had many discussions about auras yeah and joe and i can't see auras but we know people who can Mm -hmm. and you know and you you've mentioned right at the beginning of the show you walk into a room yeah and you know what the vibe of the room is we call it vibe other Mm -hmm. people call it energy other people call it what would you call it imprint yeah like psychic imprint Mm -hmm. or um there's another word for it. I can't think of it right now. But, you know, who's to say that? How, f- well, okay. Let me backtrack. Okay. How far does that, I'm, I'm just rhetorical question. How far does that vibe flow? That's what I was thinking. I was trying to look it up. So I looked up auras. Mm-hmm. And that's it. one of the questions I was thinking before we come on is how big is the human aura? I mean, does they say that it can change size and everything. I was kind of looking this up. Depending on your vibration? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, like I said, as I was looking this up, I did find a website because I didn't know how far the aura goes out. So I typed in, you know. That, mm-hmm. So let me send this website over to you, to your computer, so you okay. can see it also. All righty. And so this is a great website here. It's Healthline website. And I found it under what is an aura and 15 other questions answered. So 
one thing also it shows you the different colors that it, you know your aura mm-hmm. can be, what it means. But you know that's all interpretive too. Mm-hmm. I think we talked to somebody one time, and they said between one and three feet. Okay. I mean, they could radiate out to one, possibly to three. But I'm telling you, if if you know, like you you mentioned the um, feeling in the air, yeah. when you go into a room now typically a room what eight ten feet yeah you know just a standard like mm-hmm. bedroom or living room or whatever i mean that's a lot of energy i mean that the energy is floating out outwards from those people so yeah. you know it see and that's where i think that the the aura may be three to three to four feet mm-hmm. or whatever around but you the energy but the energy being put out okay. goes a lot farther yeah and i just I think that it's something to do with our minds or our consciousness because we don't even know what consciousness is. I mean, right. we that's a whole other show you there. Might be a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just why? Yeah. Why wouldn't a thought be able to travel from, I mean, you know, mother and child connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hundreds of miles away, and your child is hurt, and that mother knows exactly right. Exactly. Or somebody passes away, somebody wakes up in the middle of the night and just knows. Mm-hmm. So, there's no reason that a frequency or a thought couldn't travel from an island to another island, exactly. from a monkey that's to another I'm, monkey. Yeah, that's right? what I'm saying. And you got to remember this I we're all connected, mm-hmm. and you'd be surprised at how we are how much we are all connected i mean i've done this in some of my speeches i'll pick up something and i'll go how many people did it take to get this like like this pen right here Mm -hmm. okay and let's not even talk about the pen let's talk about this little ball bearing at the end of the end of the pen Mm -hmm. how many people did it take to get this little ball bearing right here to get in this spot right now you got to think about the people that designed it, the people that, you know, mined the metal, mm-hmm. the people that made the machinery, the people that designed the machinery to make that, the people that designed the machinery to make the excavators get the metal out of the ground. You know, it goes on and on right. and on. Yeah. Millions of people. It took millions of people to get this ballpoint pen tip in my hand right now. Yeah. And that goes also back to the the theory coincidence. Or intention, right? Yeah. Like, was this mouse that's sitting here attached to my computer, you know, you said all the people that created it mm-hmm. meant to be here yeah. at this moment that I needed it to scroll this page, uh-huh. to do this podcast, yeah. to bring it to you because you're listening. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. It just doesn't seem like, okay, yeah, it's random. So it just seems like there's more of a universal master designer plan. Yeah. Yeah, because it goes back to things like, like, and, and this is another huge rabbit hole, but it's <laughs> like, are we living in a simulation? Mm-hmm. Is there something controlling us? Besides. And a lot of people would say it's God. Yeah, or whatever you believe mm-hmm. in, yeah. the creator. The, yeah, I don't know, like, oh, those poor monkeys just want some clean potatoes, right? <laughs> right. You know, this some, is what it all goes back to. My yams. <laughs> my yams. I want my sweet potatoes. My sweet <gasps> Sweet potato I fries. Want my sweet potato fries with no sand mm, on them. With salt and ketchup. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. That you, might be what they were doing is they actually weren't cleaning this, 
the sand off. They yeah. were trying to get the salt from the ocean on their sweet potato fries. That could have been oh. it. <laughs> they didn't have an air fryer, but yeah. whatever. But, you know, John Tenney says there's no such thing as coincidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wonder, you know, like people who have bad luck, such as Joseph, your host here, <laughs> <laughs> always says he has bad luck. But is that... Because one thing went wrong and it just snowballed from there on. And then you always think that you're unlucky and have that in your mind and set that, you know, in your subconscious. Or is it And you just, put that out to the universe. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is it just happened that, okay, yeah, you stubbed your toe and then you broke your tooth and then the next <laughs> day your car breaks down and then, you know, on and on or whatever it is. You know, and but that that's sort of like what I talk about on the Year of Profit is whatever you put out into the universe, the universe is going to come back to you. Mm -hmm. It's just like when you ask yourself, you know, why am I such a loser? Why am this? uh, Why am I so fat? Why am I do this? Your mind is going to say, well, this is why. Instead of you saying, how can I? Mm -hmm. You're saying, why am I? Because your brain, or or I I even say your consciousness is always going to tell you what you want to hear. I mean, it's... It's all scientifically thing, but it's almost just like the hunter monkey experiment where the intention that you're putting out goes vast distances and mm-hmm. will connect to somebody else, you know, and who's to say that that intention that you're putting out is affecting someone else. And then they're affecting your world because they're doing something different because of the way that you put it out to I them. I think that's happening though. Cause like I've had a really rough year this year. <laughs> And, you know, it's funny because I was like making a conscious effort to raise my vibration and yeah. just try to stay positive. And then when another thing happens mm-hmm. and then I, you know, have a meltdown on my brother. My poor brother's a saint. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it's like, you, how do you change that, right? Like how, how do you stay positive or put out good intentions when weird or bad thing yeah. i want to say bad because you know listen the ultimate bad thing is you die right yeah, yeah. <laughs> right which and probably then you isn't go a... and you haunt other people right no but I, you know it's like how do you how do you change that that what do you, what do you call it a butterfly effect it is is the hundred monkeys the same thing as the butterfly no effect? i don't think so okay because the butterfly effect is a butterfly flaps its wings mm-hmm Moves a little bit of air, that moves a little more air, that moves a little more air, becomes a hurricane, becomes, you know. Oh, okay. But by you putting out that intention, mm-hmm. it's sort of like when I talk about getting out of debt. And the minute that you start getting out of debt, something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, some. Your, like your furnace dies. Your furnace dies. And you have to spend $4,400. Your car breaks down. or and, you And your brother has to come rescue you on the, on the side of the highway. <laughs> <laughs> True know? story, bro. <laughs> but the thing is, you almost have to keep putting those positive vibes out. How do you, to, how do you switch your brain from, uh, from, okay, you know, this is trying not to dwell on the, the, the negative, the, or, the dirt on your potato, yeah, or on your yam, yeah, your sweet potato, my sweet potato <laughs> fries. Um, honestly, you just have to get to the point where 
you're forcing yourself to look at the positive. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's why some of spirits, you know, because we always say there's negative spirits mm-hmm. or there's positive spirits or some of they're just happy being where they're at or some of them are just trapped in this like, you know, like hellish cycle. Like, and I, yeah, because, uh, you know, we encounter good spirits and bad spirits and people always say, well, there's no such thing as good or bad. It's just how you interpret it. Mm-hmm. So how are we interpreting when you have a spirit box session going and it says, shut up and die or something like oh, that, yeah. you know which, what I mean? Which has happened to us. <laughs> <laughs> but like one of the celebrities we were talking to, he said that there, the spirits are neither, neither good or bad. It's just that part of their energy that fragmented off to a location because he believes that when you come up to a haunting, you're not actually coming up to that spirit, but you're coming up to a fragment of the energy oh, that yeah, that spirit put that. out. Yeah. So maybe some of these negative spirits are running too, into are just the bad energy that that spirit put out at that time. Mm-hmm. Like if you went on I-75 around exit 15 and you did a EVP session mm-hmm. and you hear an EVP of a spirit that's all pissed off because they're flat tire. <laughs> but yet if you go to exit 16 and somebody had a party, you'll get that same yeah. spirit so do happy. You think, so do you think the monkeys discovering this and changing like their whole vibe on you know, like, okay, great. We're getting, this is so much better. Mm-hmm. Positive energy. Do you think that's that's possible? something that floated on to the other monkeys? That's possible. That's where we were talking, you know, about um, psychic ability or, mm-hmm. you know, the astral projection or stuff like that. Yeah. So maybe that's how that was. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's such an interesting topic because the fact that, once that hundredth monkey, so in other words, once there was enough energy coming out of that group of monkeys, mm-hmm. it was strong enough to break that barrier to the mainland and the other monkeys picked up on it. wonder if that's how curses work. That's possible too, yeah. Because, you know, people put curses on people and they're not right next to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we go back talking about voodoo. One of the things about voodoo is... There's a curse or that that can be put on someone without even that person having that effect put on them, I guess. Mm -hmm. In other words, I've heard so many stories of where just by the voodoo doctors saying you're going to die on this date, those people died on that date because the voodoo doctor said it and it put that that energy into the universe and Mm -hmm. they actually died because... They kept saying, I'm going to die on this date. I'm going to die on this date. I'm going to die on this date. So they put it out there. Yeah. And it's the same thing as what I was talking about with, you know, asking your your brain, why can't I? Why can't I? Why can't I? Well, your brain says, this is why you can't. Yeah, I get it. I mean, you say, mm, chubby. But then you have Doritos for dinner. Exactly. Because it makes you happy <laughs> momentarily. And then you're like, Look in the mirror the next day. Oh, <laughs> but you can't so, stop. You can't break it. You, I guess it's 
it's willpower. <laughs> well, okay. So I know this isn't paranormal, but we're going into the life coaching stuff is mm-hmm. your brain is wired a certain way. Like if people that are always in drama, mm-hmm. we always say, well, they love drama, but they do because their brain gets wired that way so that they keep themselves in drama because the brain says that's how you are happy is because it, it releases trying, something. You're always, your brain is always trying to get into pleasure and out of pain. Okay. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just, I know it's not paranormal, but if you keep, but it's, in a way it it's is metaphysical. Though. It is. Yeah. You know? So if you're putting that energy out in the universe, you know, that I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat. And, your brain's going to go, yeah, you're fat and this, you're happy being fat. So you're going to try, it's going to try to keep you that way, mm-hmm. but you got to break that. You got to break that cycle and rewire your brain basically. You know, it's, it's weird because it's, it's, I don't know. I think it's really, you get pleasure from eating, right? Mm-hmm. When you're happy, you eat. Yeah. When you're sad, you eat. You get sad because you ate because <laughs> it momentarily made you happy and you're always chasing that rush. It's almost yeah. like a drug, right? It is. Well, food can be a drug for oh, it some is. people, right? I know myself. I would much rather have a bag of chips than um, a bag of carrots. Yeah. But, but it goes to that u- that universal thing where maybe it is. And, you know, uh, I wonder too because, uh, okay, I'm just going down this rabbit hole. Just bear with us. This show is pretty much a rabbit it's hole. It's a show. whole rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's a monkey show. It's a monkey. Monkey, rabbit, dragon, dog, whatever. You're the you're the prophet. You're the, the uh, monkey. I don't know. Okay. So you keep telling yourself this, and then you keep doing things that stimulate your pleasure center, whether mm-hmm. it's eating or yeah. watching something visual or... You know, like people talk about the, um, I don't know, is it dopamine? They, the rush you get when something's pleasurable. Yeah, yeah, it's dopamine. So, you know, like with any addiction, even looking at your phone mm-hmm. creates that, oh, okay, I got that, I, you know, that mm-hmm. that either rush or that satisfaction of something. Like people get anxiety because they can't you know, look at their phone or something. Yeah. And when they get it, it's almost like quenching that that thirst, right? Mm-hmm. And to go and fix that, you know, you have to go into your subconscious. Yeah. So it goes into like hypnosis almost. Yeah. Like you have to go into the part of your brain that subconsciously controls these centers. So, you know, I'm I'm just getting back to the part is like, you make a conscious effort, but you can you can fix it in your subconscious. Yeah. So does the energy or the essence of the vibe that you're putting out, maybe through your aura. Other spirits. Does make? So basically I'm, what I'm trying to get at is, this may be rhetorical, I don't know. Your essence, your energy, your aura, is that put out through your subconscious? We don't know. We don't even know what consciousness is. Yeah. You know, like we were saying earlier, is consciousness the almighty being or whatever bringing it into our mind or are we in control? But, you know, it all comes back to and basically what I'm what this show is really about is psychic abilities. 
is it the same as the hundred monkey effect where that monkey, that hundredth monkey made enough energy so psychically it goes across? Is that how psychics work? That's what I, I really want to get at. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, I'm when I saw this experiment, it really blew my mind and made me think about a lot of different things. And that's kind of what this show is all about is all these different things that we think about can be related to this one thing, but also can be related to psychic abilities, to astral projection, to, like you said, with the twins, Mm -hmm. how does that energy transfer from person to person when that person is a hundred miles away? Right. Or more. Yeah. So is it going up to the almighty being or God or whatever you want to call it or the universe and being radio frequency back into the mind of the other person, you know? And when we talk about that, we talk about energy and we talk about how, how can we get EVPs and stuff like that? Because it's all energy. Yeah. Cause somebody's physically not there, but yeah. yet we're hearing mm-hmm. sometimes seeing things that aren't there. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just when I saw this, I thought it was a great topic for the show. And let's stop the provoking. more. Yeah. The more know? and more you talk about the deeper and deeper you get, which we have. And hopefully we haven't really. We could blew go the minds. Of we could our go listener. real <laughs> woo woo with this. But, you know, it's like the whole point of the show is is to to provoke thought. Yeah. And get people thinking about things that they don't normally think about or hear stories that, you know, they're they weren't. It's not in their everyday mm-hmm. realm, but I, you know, I, I believe it's very possible that thoughts can transfer from being to being. Yeah. I mean, people read other people's minds. Exactly. They talk That's to what the I mean. dead. That's what I mean. Monkeys wash potatoes <laughs> and eat them and enjoy them. And then, you know, all that happiness goes out in the universe. And then all the other monkeys on the mainland, all of a sudden go, wait a minute. <gasps> Something it's just came so to my mind. Much better without the sand you know, on our potato. Did that? Did that monkey go? I just had a thought, implanted in my brain. I'm gonna go wash my yam. <laughs> hey guys, check this out. Yeah. Right? So anyhow, I hope we didn't confuse the heck out of you, but it's just something I thought about. I saw this experiment, and I've known about this experiment for years, but I've never really all of a sudden saw it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and like I said, it goes so deep into things like, I mean, OK, I'm really going to reach reach right now is communication with Bigfoots and stuff like that. You know, we've talked about infrasound and all that. Well, how do we know that they're not just putting that out of their brain and like the the uh, like the um, Star Trek episode where the guys have the really big. Heads oh, yeah. And they communicate. They don't talk they're empathic Mm -hmm. yes empathic telepathic telepathic yes monkeys telepathically telling the other monkeys wash your yams yeah see that's what i mean it's it's just all intertwines but anyhow (laughs) all right guys well do us a big favor we don't ask for much i do except for every show (laughs) um if you can, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are trying, we have a very vigorous goal of getting to a thousand subscribers for our YouTube channel. So please just 
if you happen to be on YouTube watching, you know, monkey videos <laughs> or videos about telepathy or aliens or Bigfoot, just pop on over, hit the subscribe button. It doesn't cost you anything. You're not going to get inundated with, you know, requests yeah. for anything. Just pop on over to our YouTube channel, subscribe. If you like what you hear, share the show with your friends. Mm -hmm. You know, we post our episodes or we post fun things on our page. You know, make sure you like and share it with all of your friends yeah. so we can just grow the podcast and, you know, get our fun and exciting and interesting shows out to everybody else. And don't forget that we always, you know, post where we're going to be. So we are going to different locations and conventions yep. and where else are we going joe we're going a lot of well, places yeah. we're going places as you're listening to, as you're listening to this next weekend we are going to be in peru indiana at the para unity convention if you're anywhere around peru indiana stop on by and say yeah, hi it's gonna be fun. you know how much it costs to get in there jen how much joe? nothing oh that's the best event. kind of convention yeah so anyhow, yeah, please go up on our YouTube channel. I will be making more videos. I'm in the process of putting together some videos, so there's going to be some new stuff up there, and uh, hopefully it can bring you some enjoyment just like this show does. So thank you again for joining us, and let's leave with some numb, because after this show, my brain is numb. Pretty much. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week.